good. This is Money Talks. Welcome back. You're listening to Money Talks. I want you to hit a few bars on that trap beat yeah. right there, Troy. <laughs> trap beat. <laughs> yeah. You, you like that one, do you? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Uh, it's because I'm uh, a wannabe millennial, just like uh, you. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that must I, be I thought yeah. you were going to do like a diss track on Luis. No. no or that'd, intern. That'd be, a, that'd be a no. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm not going to. Uh, I, number one, I, I can't compete with Luis. He's got hot bars. No, no. Now we need to have Troy do a mixtape for one of these yeah. sometime. As we the should. Info. I think that would be amazing. <laughs> yeah. He's, I mean, you're, you're multi-talented. Yeah, yeah of course. Clearly. Music is uh, clearly not uh, one of those talents. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> all right, well, let's uh, move on and talk about some finance stuff, although this is uh, fun and interesting. It is not the purpose of... For our show, uh, you are listening to Money Talks, believe it or not. And uh, we have a situation we want to talk about. Lawrence and Aria have been advised to refinance their mortgage. And uh, actually, we've seen refinancing on the rise lately. Uh, you know, it, it has been the driver of that weekly report that we see from uh, the Mortgage Bankers Association where... Um, you know, we always measure new home purchases versus uh, refinancing. Um, so their home is, has been appraised at more than $350,000, and their outstanding mortgage is 250000 They have excellent credit and are considering a 30-year fixed at 3.5%, a 30-year fix with points at 3375 a 15-year at 2875 Uh So... What does all that mean, Jacob? Well, mortgage rates have moved, right? Without a doubt. When you have yeah. interest rates move, you usually see the mortgage They're rates lower. move as well, right? Um, so kind of weighing these different scenarios out, uh, if I had if I had that if I had that right, they were at four two five, right? Correct, yeah. So that would put their payment right now at around twelve hundred and thirty dollars a month. Okay. Let's say. So if they went with a refi. Um, Just straight with, up. Yeah, 30-year refi at, what did we, what did three we say? And three and a half. Yeah. Three and a half. That's going to lower their payment for, um, from 1230 a month to 1122 a month, which in a year, I mean, that's more 1200 than bucks, yeah. $1,200 yeah, in your pockets. A month. Um, or in your savings account, preferably, right? Oh, we gotta spend it and avoid this recession, guys. Oh, is that it? We're yeah. trying to make sure we spend. Put in this 401k. Come on. Yeah, yeah but, I mean, <laughs> we always make the we always make the uh, assumption that uh, if the the lending rate is lower, you can borrow and uh, invest. And when you invest, especially you know, looking at long term returns in the stock market you should be better off, especially over a 30-year span. Yeah. So uh, there's op- there's going to be opportunities for a lot of people to do something that simple. Now, if you're talking about the the point, we mentioned a point, sure, you get a yeah. little lower rate, where you're going to pay that up front on yep. the value of the loan. Right. So that makes sense if you know you're going to be in your house for a while. Right. Because you're going to pay it up front. One and, point is approximately a 1%, yeah. basically. So on $100,000, it's $1,000 you pay up front. Yeah. Yeah. So let's say the difference between 
the the annual difference between the 3.5 percent rate and the 3.375 percent rate is only 30 40 bucks you know right. you got you'd have to be in there long enough to make up for the thousand that you're paying up front. Right. Does that make sense? Sure. And time value money tells us that a dollar tomorrow is actually worth less than a dollar today. Right. And then as far as the 15-year option, your payments are going to be higher. But if you can manage, then yeah. get your right. And, well, <laughs> I mean, a lot less than you know, interest. One yeah. of the things that, that a lot of folks struggle with is the fact, and I know Dr. Gene used to say it all the time, you know, folks would call in and say, um, you know, I'm kind of a, a depression-minded person. They wouldn't call themselves that, but that's the way we look at them. Uh, don't want to don't want uh, to have a mortgage, and you know, couldn't sleep at night because I have a mortgage. Doctor Gene would always say, "Well, I couldn't sleep at night if I didn't have a mortgage," and especially when you think about the three and a half percent, that's pretty cheap money, especially so cheap. if you think about yeah, I mean, without a doubt. Uh, well, historically, even relative to a year ago, right? This is cheap yeah, money. That's this is cheap money. Uh, well, especially when there's equities out there that are yielding five, six percent. Exactly, you can get a dividend that, yeah. that on an annual basis that will pay you more than the than the mortgage. Yeah. Um, you know, it it really as as long as it's manageable, and if something went wrong, you could actually unwind it and and pay the mortgage. Um, it, it, you know, it really doesn't make sense not to have a mortgage in this case. And yeah. I I think just. Speaking in a broader context, I mean, we're basically telling people right now there's probably a good opportunity to refinance. I think Justin even told us. Yeah, I mean, we we dropped in seven, eight months. We bought our house in November of last year, so we locked our rate for, I believe, 4.7 in October. We just refied for 3.68. I mean, wow. and that's, that's not lower. even one year. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, that's a big move. Yeah, there's a lot of people in that boat, too. Yeah. And, and, there's there's no reason to think that you can't. I mean, if if there's a meaningful di- difference, go ahead and do it. But I I think uh, I I <laughs> we saw this story what past week week or so, Troy, in Denmark you can get a oh, mortgage yeah. for a negative rate. I, I struggle to wrap my right. head around that. I, I'm trying to understand right. exactly how that works. <laughs> yeah, a negative um, rate. So uh, I mean, if you look at global yields and kind of the conversation we had about U.S. yields, it kind of feels like the path of least resistance is lower right. here. Um, but uh, like I said, it, it's a good idea to go ahead and take advantage of the rates being so, lower so where they are now. Yeah, let's think about that since it seems like it might be a fun exercise. You get a mortgage, and the principal payment is, let's just say for simplicity's sake, say it's $500 a month mm-hmm. principal. But since you have a negative rate, you pay less yep. than the principal, and you're still paying off the mortgage. That's what it's got to be, right? It's, uh, yeah, uh, yeah just, I guess. Just unbelievable. It's, it's nonsensical. I, well, you know what's going to happen in that case. Uh, the market is not foolish. They know that uh, that's going to be the case. The house price goes up, right? Ooh, yeah. yeah. That's what we've seen. That's what right. we've seen even in, in our local markets. Uh, well, as you know, interest we, you rates can buy fall. a lot more house for the same amount. We talk amount about of money. rates that's true. rate going down for loans, but what, what about our retired people and fixed income? Ooh, and and you know, that's you know we we're losing entire generations of retirees with the low yield environment we're in. I think that's no doubt. That's a whole yeah. That's a whole nother. That's a whole Pandora's box yeah. unto itself. Yeah. When we last spoke, we were talking about. 
changes in interest rate and how it's interest rates and how it's gotten uh, even recent, relatively recent home buyers to the point where they could uh, refinance and, and actually improve their situation. Uh, we talked about points. A point being a percentage, usually one, one and a half, sometimes two points you can pay just to pay down the long-term uh, interest rate on your mortgage. You need to, as Jacob pointed out, you need to make sure that if you pay that money up front, uh, you know, it doesn't take you forever to uh, to get a, a benefit out of it. Right. Uh, you got to do a little math. Um, as I tell my kids, math is everywhere. Don't be afraid <laughs> of it. If you uh, have questions with that, we'd love to help you on that, too. You can, again, you know, reach out to us. We'd love to help you there. Um, I think the other thing that we started to think about is, like, so you've got, on the one side, it's cheaper to borrow. But if you're a right. saver, yeah, yep. if you're in retirement, this is not a good thing. It's a difficult environment. Yep. And um, off air, briefly, uh, Justin mentioned he thinks it's going to force people into equities. Well, it I, mean, I think it has yeah, been. And I, yeah, think it, been. I think it continues to do that, quite yeah. frankly. I mean, you have people that need this yield, especially in retirement. And whether that's high-yield junk bonds or it's equities, I mean, they're forced to go into more aggressive investments that may not be where they want to go, right. but they have no other choice. Yeah, right. and, and I think that can be dangerous. It can, no doubt. I, think, I don't think we'd encourage that sort of <laughs> no, I, yield chasing you know, generally. in this environment. Yeah, really? not in this environment for sure. Now, uh, you know, it's it's uh, one of those things we have seen uh, for quite a few years now uh, where it's difficult to get. Uh, you know, here's this is kind of my benchmark, if you will, uh, is inflation. When uh, when you're growing your wealth, you want to invest in equities that, that beat inflation, right? right? So if inflation's around 2%, which it is right now, I say around, it's kind of a loose figure, 1.8, I think, if you want to be precise. Uh, if you can beat inflation by 5 to 8%, uh, life is good. You're growing your wealth. But if you've got that money that you need, and we talk about the 10-year rule on the show quite a bit, uh, if you've got that money that you need for spending in the next 10 years, next 5 years, next 7 years, whatever you want to make it, understand that you still want to make the equivalent of inflation. So inflation truly is the benchmark in finance in general. But it's been difficult to find investments that will match your spending needs and still give you a rate of return that is equivalent or better than that of inflation. Yeah, I mean, we had that we had that brief period. We had that what was it? I roughly a year ago. Yeah, where and you could have got a five year brief. where we had we had clients locking in five year CDs at what three and a half? Yeah, three and a half, right close to the three forty five, right. something like that. Right. That's, yeah. That seems long gone, but at least at that point, you locked in that yield for the next five years. That's right. Which it looks like is going to be inflation. Yeah. Right. So you're accomplishing. Looks like the it, goal. it has been inflation so far. So far, and it looks like yeah, good for a while. I mean, even if you go by what the consumers are saying, two seven. Two seven. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, at the same time, while you don't want people to go into these more risky, higher yield investments, at the same time, you don't want them sitting. And a savings account or something that's earning a quarter yeah, or half a money percent market because, yeah. again, we talk about inflation. I talk about with people all the time. I'll just put my money in a money market account. That well, I'm like, well, how much is that? Earn? Maybe quarter, half percent. Well, you're losing well over a percent right. every single year Yeah, this in is, purchasing power. This I mean, is a, a conversation similar to that that you might have had with an uncle at a, at a picnic, right? 
I think the safest place for me to save my money is Under in my a, mattress. Yeah, in my backyard. mattress or right. in a jar in the backyard. Well, guess yeah. what? You lose purchasing power every right now, minute. Right now, 1.8%. Yeah, every per year. year. Because you buried your money in your backyard. Correct. You have to make that inflationary type uh, return in order for you just to stay level with yep. your wealth. So um, I, I think it's healthy to think about all of these things. Yep. Um, and and the biggest point to be made here is when you reach for that real income, that current yield. income, if you yep. will, yield, call it what you will, you're actually taking more risk. You're, you're taking more risk than the treasury, which we consider risk-free. Um, it, it, when you reach when you go to that high yield and right now what's happening in the in the credit market jacob you're seeing spreads right and we talk about a spread all the time it's the yield that's paid in excess of treasury for a similar maturing bond and spreads are getting a little wider little little bit wider a little bit wider but what happens when things get really rough they get real wide well it sounds Fantastic, right now, right? Oh, okay, ten-year treasuries at one six. Yeah, and I can go in the high yield market and maybe get three six. Right, right. Yeah, it's or you're right. Somewhere around there. That Probably. sounds great. But let's go back to what's the worst case scenario, yeah. which equities were down what cut in half. Right. In two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Yep. Well, high yield was down over thirty percent. Yeah, so, for, a, of, for a bond, that's mm-hmm. horrible. And, yep. and and the less risky bonds were actually up in that period. Correct. Uh, flight because to quality, this is the way it works. was working their way into, they're like, right. oh, what did I buy? Not, what did I buy? Not all income and not all dividends right. are created equal. Right. And that's Absolutely. what's really important for people to know. If, yeah. you, if you look at a piece of paper, I can get 4% on this. You may want to look more into how you're getting that 4%. Right. Yep. No doubt. Yeah, you're taking risk. No doubt. Yeah. And and uh, same thing for dividend payments on an on an equity, which right. is another one of those points. Right. Uh, How are those equities, dividends getting paid? Equity prices fluctuate a lot more right. than bond prices. As Jacob, you mentioned, uh, one of the hardest hit spaces in our previous uh, recession back in 2008 and nine was financials. That's where much of that dividend was sourced back in those days. Right. And uh, and they all got beaten up really badly. Uh, you know, even even the dividend payers that normally don't have an issue like that uh, had an issue like that because financials just got beaten up. No. All right. Well, let's take a real quick break. When we come back, we'll answer some financial questions from our listeners. You're listening to Money Talks. All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decisions and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified professional, such as a tax consultant, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. 
There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.